0: Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates Interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your moderator, Mona Steele, and I would like to introduce John Terry Jr., a candidate for Madison Common Council District 8. Let's begin with your opening statement, John as to your educational, vocational, and civic experiences that qualify you for the Madison Common Council, District 8?
1: Well, I have never been involved in politics before, besides besides voting and going to meetings. This is my first time running for office. Uh, The reason I'm running, there's three issues. The first issue for me was homelessness and what can and cannot be done. I was ho- homeless eight years ago, three years ago, two in Janesville and one here in Madison mm-hmm. until things worked out better for me. I am sober now going on four years. My, and I would like to help the homelessness, the homeless people, especially the mentally ill people, the ones who have mental health issues like I have, you know, it's just so misunderstood. I mean, the Common council, what what they do is laudable. they really do try. they do have a good heart, but there are some things there's hard realities about being homeless, and i I would like to bring that to the common council and tell them, "Okay, let's try this, let's try this, let don't do this." things like that. You know, uh, put a face of the homeless people in and the, and the Common Council. There are two other issues for my district that are very, very you know important. One is portable housing, which I can relate to. I get $816 a month on my Social Security disability. I live in the Porchlight building, one of the Porchlight buildings on South Brook Street, North Brook Street, excuse me. And it wasn't for that building, that uh, pirate building. I do not know where I'd be living. I have lived in slums. One is on Sherman Avenue. Now, and a lot of students do live in places like that, unfortunately. And I just got a reality check not too long ago. I am auditing classes, and I'm going to retake a class next semester because I did not have the textbook. Running out of time?
0: No, we
1: have 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, And I just found out what a textbook costs. You know, they're they're spending approximately $1,000 a year on textbooks and materials. Then you have rent, then you have food, then you have clothing and other incidentals like your Wi-Fi. And uh, I feel that we should be able to do something with affordable housing.
0: Thanks, John. Uh, What do you believe is the most important issue for the city of Madison as a whole and how do you believe the council should tackle that issue?
1: As a whole? Mm-hmm. Affordable housing. And, uh, uh, since I've been in Madison for the last eight years, I've seen all the housing boom going on downtown in east Washington. It's, it's, it's amazing. But uh, a lot of people cannot afford to live there. I can't afford to live there. A lot of the students cannot afford to live there. I did some research about the city of New York and their uh, rent control. Uh, I do not have all the answers just because it's 82 pages thick. But from what I understand, that whenever a building is built using TIF funds, 5 to 10% of the units have to be low-income rent control. And I'd like to see that happen here in Madison.
0: Is that not already happening?
1: No. No. It's never been done here in Wisconsin.
0: Okay. Um, I made a mistake here, and I didn't ask you what your educational... Oh,
1: I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: vocational and civic experiences.
1: Well, civic experiences, this is my first foray into getting involved besides volunteering. I'm just a high school graduate and... Um, 61 years of age. I do love the city of Madison, and I'd like to see the city of Madison work better. I think the city of Madison, sometimes they take way too long. I'm making a decision on things.
0: Oh, okay. Um, what do you believe is the most important issue specific to your district residents' needs? What are its challenges, and what steps would you like to see taken to meet those challenges.
1: Well, we already talked about affordable housing. There's another issue that I'm still trying to wrap my head around, of, and that's sexual assault. You know, that's very, very big on the campus. I've talked to various women about this, and uh, I know a woman who carries a knife because she's that afraid. There's one thing I just don't understand about it, you know, is that... Uh, I just read in the paper, the Daily Cardinal, I believe it was, where there was 15 students who were so-called penalized for sexual assault on campus, but the district attorney was never called. They were never arrested by the police. All their punishments was done on campus, in campus. Four had, uh, what's the word for it, Uh, uh, academic... Oh god, I can't be able to turn right. like, they were penalized academically. They were, given, right. they were given prohibition, prohibition, and things like academic prohibition. That's what they were given. Now, if I did something like that, if I, John Allen Terry Jr., assaulted a woman, and that's called call it what it is, it's rape. You know, if I did that, I'd be arrested. I would be thrown in jail, I'd be fingerprinted, have my mugshot taken, and go to court. Now, how? Why is it on campus? It's not done that way. I have a, I have an appointment uh, this Thursday coming up with the chief of police of the University Assistant Chief of Police of University Wisconsin Police Department, and I like to ask her that. You know, uh, I don't think I don't think they're derelict. I just don't think it's being reported to them. And uh, the more I think about it, the angrier I get. And I'd like to help that, see if we can work something out where it's taken for what it is. It's rape.
0: Okay, we're going to move on. Um, Which are the one or two policy issues that you see yourself either having or wish to gain a deeper understanding about, and why will this focus be of benefit to your district's residents?
1: I would like to get involved with the Planning Commission just because of an affordable housing issue. It seems to me that uh, the neighborhood associations sometimes have too much sway about what is built in their neighborhoods. It seem, this, is, this is my opinion. But it seems like uh, it's always a never in my backyard when it comes to affordable housing. Mm. That, that, that's very important to me. Another thing I like to see happen you know, is uh, downtown. Downtown right now, in my opinion, is just not family-friendly. Uh, you, you have ice cream powders there, and that's about it. There's no family restaurants there. There's no place to take the children to. Uh, or people my age, people our age. This is not, is meant for the students, which is fine. They do live downtown, and to the middle-aged people. But I'd like to see that change. Uh, mayor Savin is right. There are far too many bars and coffee shops on state.
0: Okay. Are you ready for the next question? Yes. What do you see as the relationship between the council and the mayor of Madison? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question.
1: Uh, I think it's adversarial. Which is a good thing. You know, it's a good thing, but sometimes I think Mayor Sagan gets it into a snit about things. But then we also have some council members who also get into a snit about things. I'm from the outside looking in, so I really can't say. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've not been to that many council meetings. I just read the paper and watch the news. So I really can't make a say on it. But to me, it's adversarial, And sometimes it's more than it has to be.
0: Okay. What do you see as the best ways for the council to work with other governmental bodies?
1: Listen. It seems like, you know, that a lot of the council members, the older persons, already have their mind made up on certain issues. You know, uh, like I said, affordable housing. You know, uh, I'm not going to name any names here. But... uh, they just are not willing to listen sometimes about issues like that or the homelessness situation. They have their own thoughts and ideas, and sometimes, in my opinion, they're wrong.
0: Okay. Um, What do you believe are one or two personal qualities you have that helps make you the best candidate for this district?
1: Empathy. Empathy. I remember being homeless, and I remember you know what it was like to, see, uh, to sit out in the cold. Let me tell you a story. Uh, I was just interviewed about two months ago by a journalism class at the university, and it was taped. So I, I, when, I, when, I, when I got the final cut, I was watching it on my laptop. Then I turned it off, and I just turned off my television and just sat down and started thinking. That was that weekend in January. We had all that cold weather. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Well, I put on my jacket, put my hat and gloves on, and went out to the community balcony and just sat in the cold for an hour, hour and a half. And all these emotions and thoughts and memories just came back to me sitting out in the cold, riding on the bus, looking at storefronts where people are sitting there having a normal lifestyle, and I do not have that lifestyle. I am not normal. I am not part of society. Waiting for the, the shelter to open up. Uh, trying to be invisible. I, I did my damnedest not to look homeless. But at the same time, though, I didn't want people looking at me and seeing me because uh, they might know my family or my brothers or my sisters. Empathy. I got very, very lucky because I had a loving parents and a loving family. A lot of people don't have that. And if I'm elected, I could bring that, you know, just someone to talk to. You know, sometimes, you know, just sitting down over a cup of coffee or whatever and just talking, and, and that, you, you feel just that much more human.
0: Okay, one more question. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview.
1: My name is John Terry. I have never been in public office before. I'm sixty one years of age and I'm going to represent the eighth district, which is primarily students. I will listen to you. I will learn from you. And there are some issues that I can actually relate to you with you. As are the other members of society, of the city of Madison. Sometimes a fresh face is what we need here in in a city council, a fresh voice, fresh ideas. There's uh, there's only four people running for the city council this year, and I think that's sad. But that's, that's another commentary on mine. Thank you very much.
0: I want to thank John for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. Please vote in the spring general election on Tuesday, April 4th. On behalf of the Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.